Food, water, shelter, and nesting are all vital to attracting birds to your backyard. Multiple food sources are also helpful. Shop a wide variety of feeders, waterers, and bird food at Blaine's Farm and Fleet to keep your feathered friends happy and healthy all year long. When you think of some of the upcoming spring holidays like Easter, you may also be thinking about lamb. It's a common dish for spring celebrations around the world, and those holidays are important for lamb producers here in the U.S. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report, visiting with Cody Heimke. He's a Wisconsin lamb producer and runs the lamb program for Nyman Ranch. Nyman Ranch represents roughly 650 farms selling their meat to high-end restaurants and retailers. These farms are predominantly in the Midwest, but the meat goes across the nation and even to the Bahamas. Cody tells me all about this year's lamb market. I think it's going to, regionally, it's going to depend a lot in general. Um, like If we separate the industry into a traditional lamb market and a non-traditional market, non-traditional market being that kind of market that takes a lighter lamb into what you know, maybe the ethnic type channels um, to go to harvest. And then the traditional part of the industry going into restaurants and retailers. Geographically, they're a little bit different. A lot more of that traditional production and processing happens in more Western states, Eastern states a little bit. And there's definitely overlap, but Eastern states is much more driven by the ethnic market. Here in Wisconsin, you know, what we used to call, when I worked at Equity, 20 plus years ago, whatever that was now, what we used to call a feeder lamb that would go on to feed, generally that's going to ethnic markets and getting harvested right now. So to get to your question of challenges, um, the the traditional market is really depressed right now. Um, you know, we went from 2021 with record high prices ever to, you know, something that we had seen a decade earlier huge drop in prices that ended up in too many big lambs in the market and couldn't move that product. Uh, We also saw in August 2021 or so, um, a lot of lambs had gone into the ethnic market, leaving a big, and that's the reason for the big price increase in the traditional market. There weren't a lot of lambs out there. Those customers for that product ended up going to imported lamb. And once you lose a customer, it's a heck of a lot harder to get them back than it is to lose them. So, a lot of the traditional market hasn't regained that business that they lost to imports. And then, you know, one of the big challenges a lot of the producers out west and some that I'm, I work with are dealing with is the cost of labor. California has some new minimum wage labor laws, and I think it's about a three-and-a-half-fold increase in five years what they have to pay their employees. Um, and that's, you know, those are H-2A workers that are also getting housing and, and food stipends, but the, the wage they're getting is also three-and-a-half times increased. Those are economic trends, but what about the, something as uh, basic as the weather I mean, we've seen record droughts, flooding out west. My producers in California are dealing with, you know, now three years of drought. They did have some decent rains in, I guess it was January 2022, that really saved their crops out there. A lot of the producers I work with are small grain farmers that also raise sheep. So they had some very nice timely rains, but I, it's interesting. The dry weather lambs actually perform pretty well. They grow well, but in wet weather, you know, they, they get the feed, but, you know, in a, a damper environment, the lambs don't grow as well. So there's a little bit of a balance there. You know, I, I think for the California producers, the wet weather, at least they're going to start getting some more alfalfa growing um, and being able to extend that alfalfa season for them out there. Let's talk the consumer end of things now. Do Americans want 
lamb? Yeah, I mean, we have seen an increase in lamb consumption year on year for quite a quite a while. I mean, it still is a very small proportion of, you know, our overall meat consumption in the United States. Um, you know, I, I think part of that increase is, you know, seeing a more diversified palate. You know, with the pandemic, people went out and they got a little bit more creative with the food that they're eating. Uh, part of that is just a more multicultural country that we live in as well, uh, where we've got more consumers out there that, you know, maybe traditionally do eat more lamb. Um, challenge is that, you know, I think about a decade ago, lamb consumption in the United States was about 50-50 domestic imported, and we're probably closer to 35, 65, 30-70 now. So we've we've lost ground there. Even though we're seeing that increase in consumption, it's not all going to, you know, the the domestic producer, the American lamb producer. What is something a producer can do to help influence the market in a positive way? Growing lamb consumption is important. I mean, if you're a lamb producer, start by eating your own lamb. Be an advocate for yourself. Uh, to me, that's always a big thing. If you raise sheep, you, you need to be eating lamb. I get get adventurous with mutton. There is definitely a, a negative connotation to mutton. Like I, I joke that a lot of sheep producers think it's a four-letter word. But, I mean, we did with the lamb board back in 2014, 2015. They brought in a bunch of chefs to do some mutton work. And I got to, it was one of those things I was off the board, but I got to go along and work with these chefs. And there was a lot of good product there. So, like, since then, I've been working with my mutton, and I grow some darn tasty mutton. Like, I had a call you last year that I think it was the best ground sheep meat i've ever had um but no there's start by advocating for your own product um you know here in wisconsin we've got such a diverse sheep production climate i think there's uh, you know if we look at i don't know the the national egg statistic numbers but you know our average flock size probably isn't any more than 20 so ultimately there's not going to be a huge impact there um there are still some bigger producers in in the country or excuse me in the state here um, but you know, a lot of them are in it, uh, you know, as, as 4-H projects or maybe left over as a 4-H project. Cody Heimke, along with us, who stays engaged in lamb industry trends in both his role as a Wisconsin lamb producer and the lamb program manager for Nyman Ranch. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff. Food, water, shelter, and nesting are all vital to attracting birds to your backyard. Multiple food sources are also helpful. Shop a wide variety of feeders, waterers, and bird food at Blaine's Farm and Fleet to keep your feathered friends happy and healthy all year long.